Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Ed O'Kuja with a triumphant comeback. More But tonight, don't call it a comeback. So yesterday at this time, you know, of course, I bring Curtis Lewa on every weekday morning at about this time. Started out one day, two days, three days, now it's five, and don't ask me why. You know why. He's great. Some of you guys out there don't like him. I know who you are. <laughs> but the truth is, he's great, and when he's on, we get great ratings, and that's all I care about. A lot of time, folks send me messages. They go, it's not just about the ratings. Shut up, stupid. It's just about the ratings. That's it. And again, a 7.1 in April. And yesterday I found out I got a 7.0 in May. These are astronomical numbers. Astronomical. No one comes close. You could add up Hannity, Levin, and your third favorite show, they still won't beat me. And Curtis is a major part of that. So yesterday, I forgot how the conversation started. But my God, was Curtis Sliwa once again on the money. He started saying, listen, Sewell, they basically castrated her between Adams and Banks and Madry. She goes to ceremony. She goes to parades. But any real police work, she ain't doing it. And Curtis was adamant, adamant that she was angry. And sure enough, you can't make this up. You can't make it up. Four and a half hours after that, we find out that the police commissioner, Keyshawn Sewell, is stepping down. So once again, whether it's been where the migrants are going, thanks to the hard work between him and his wife, Nancy, or in this case, the police commissioner, once again, the guy in this city who's got his finger right on it is my friend Curtis Sliwa. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Sid. And I want to remind everybody that although I'm on five mornings a week now, and I relish every moment, there was that moment that I was up for execution and expulsion by the yes, family for true. all time. I would have been banned from this show. Yes, we considered doing the Pete Rose lifetime ban. Yes. And luckily, Bo Dito, who I've had a love-hate relationship over the years, as uh the man who made the final decision with thumbs up said, no, you got to keep Curtis. This is one big family, and we have been a wrecking crew on so many issues that people know you better stay out of the lane of the family or we're going to crush you. Especially Tuesdays because Bo comes live in Studio 905 Thursday, and he's great. But Tuesdays, I get you both in the same hour. Curtis 705, Bo coming up at 740. That is the best New York hour anywhere, anytime during the week. So, yeah, shocking, because I thought Bo was going to terminate you. And, uh, yeah, ever since then, you guys have been like brothers. Anyway, uh, let's go back 
to the damn Yankees. Remember the whole premise of damn Yankees? Well, before you go to the damn Yankees, I thought you wanted to take a, a shot again oh. at my dear friend who was just brilliant defense oh, attorney, no. Arthur Idella. No, he wasn't. That crybaby, Arthur Idella. Oh, St. Harvey Weinstein. He was such a, a misunderstood individual. I hear Paul Sorvino <laughs> from the grave saying, I will kill that MFer. How do you even look at yourself representing Harvey Weinstein? And now he wants to represent him on an appeal? Convicted in L.A., convicted here in New York, and here it is. Arthur Idella didn't like the way he was treated by Judge James Burke, who was appointed by Rudy Giuliani, the only law and order judge left. And, you know, every five years you get re-up. So who did he go to? His his little butt buddy, Frank Caroni, said, Frank, he treated me so bad, you got to tell the mayor. Oh, come on now. Not to get, it's all true. You know, I forgot to tell you, actually, that me, Danielle, Frank, and his beautiful wife, Dee, are having dinner at Michael's together uh, oh, next week. Oh, very, very yeah. good. You can uh, ask him how, how he got wine dined in pocket line by the Pakistani government with the uh, sale. That's not going to come up. Of yeah. the uh, Hotel Roosevelt for $225 million to house illegal aliens. But I would say that's probably not going to come up at dinner. Oh, please. But thank you for the suggestion. I'll be more than happy <laughs> to visit you at Michael's and upset <laughs> your derbs. He'll be gone by you the time your entree is served. Now, that's Arthur's job. I know you want, I, I understand Harvey's a detestable, oh, horrible human being, but that's Arthur's job. I mean, don't forget, Joe Tacopina represented Yoron Bandersloot. In not just in honor of Paul Servino, who said, I want to kill. Kill that MFR. <laughs> I want to do an Iron Shake. I finished sitting sh- uh, shiver for uh, the Iron Sheik. Remember how Iron Sheik would go, Puh! I love that. That's what I'd say to Arthur Idella no! for representing no! Harvey Weinstein. All uh, right, fair enough, but that's his job. Now, tell me about damn Yankees. What do you got there? Damn Yankees, you remember the premise. Sure. Washington Senators, lowly last place, makes a deal. I will join the devil in hell. Uh, it'll allow us to beat the Yankees. But the moment they beat the Yankees, what happens? The devil comes and call him. Uh, Keyshawn Sewell made the damn Yankees pledge. She knew she would not be the police commissioner. She knew from day one out of the many African-American women who came to audition and actually give interviews and such from all over the country. Because remember, uh, Eric Adams, and this is the fruits of your victory, he beat me. It's BPIC. You know what that means? BPIC. Yeah, black people in charge. <laughs> okay. Irish mafia, out you go. Remember, right. you had Bill Bratton, you had Ray Kelly, you had James O'Neill, you had Dermot Shea. That's it. Irish need not apply. BPIC, black people in charge. And I think he spoke to like five different, to your point, black women, one from yeah. Seattle, right. one, uh, a couple from here. Yeah. So it was going to be a black woman no matter what. The only thing I would say to you is I believe that she thought she would have more power because if she knew all along the deal she was making with the devil to get this job, why would she be so frustrated after 18 months? Well, I'll tell you what. First off, she knew that the person controlling the police department would be Phil Banks. Now, understand this. Phil Banks, years ago, was like number two in the command, highest-ranking black police officer. Both Ray Kelly and Bill Bratton said he would have made a great police commissioner. Problem is with Phil Banks, he always had a side hustle. Man, more money, more money, more money, more money. He'd be hitting the ATM machines, doing what drug dealers and street thugs do, use the ATM machine to launder money. 
So all of a sudden, two of your peeps, right? Reichness and Reichberg, the two Orthodox Jews start bribing everybody, including the police for pistol permits. You know, that's the most corrupt agency, the police department. What year is this now? This is back, oh, about 2012, uh, 2013. Are these the same two guys that gave Bill de Blasio a ton of money? Yes, same guys. And Norman Seabrook, who's been here, did jail time for them. And Rob Astorino, who got the Rolex watch. (laughs) These guys were bribing everybody. So anyway, they befriend Phil. Banks, more money, more money, more money for pistol permits. He gets caught up with so many cops at one police plaza. They take him at Teterboro Airport on flights to uh, Las Vegas, and they have an attendant, right? The female attendant is a prostitute. She's going up and down the aisle, beverage, chips, and BJs. Beverage, chips, and BJs. Wow. Right there on now, the flight. Now, this is not really all that important, I understand. Well, what is that? What, Phil, did, she, what did she look like? Phil, oh, no, my God. Drop that gorgeous. No, no, come on. Yes. She was oh, hot. Made, the story, pro- made the story even better. Big profiles in the post. Anyway, <laughs> Phil yeah. Banks was involved in that. So now the feds are sweating all of these cops down. It's Phil, where'd you get all this money in your bank account? I don't know. You got hundreds of thousands of dollars cash. Where did you get this money, Phil Banks? I don't know. So you know what happens when they close in on the walls? You become a confidential informer first to avoid the execution. He is an unindicted co-conspirator in that action. He became a confidential informer. Charlene McRae kept saying to her husband, 2013, he won the election. You got to make him your police commissioner. You got to make him your uh, police Charlene commissioner. Charlene McRae, of course, for folks that may not know, was Bill, is Bill de Blasio's Right, wife. right. And the one who stole $1.5 billion from the Thrive Program. Right, and guess what? Bill de Blasio, the only smart thing he did, he said, Charlene, shut up. How dare you say shut up? <laughs> I'm going with Bill Bratton. That's my insurance policy. Smartest thing he ever did. But even Bill Bratton said Phil Banks was qualified. I know he's qualified, but he's dirty. He's tainted. He has an office up in the Verizon building in which everybody brings the loot. Nobody has to sign in. He doesn't have an office at City Hall. He's the deputy mayor for public safety. He's not in one police plaza. He's the shot caller. And Keyshawn Sewell knew that from day one. In fact, she wasn't permitted to meet with the chiefs, the deputy chiefs. She only had one meeting a week. And you know who that was with on Sundays? Phil Banks. I mean, clearly, like I said, it was at uh, two ceremonies over the last six weeks down by the NYPD Memorial Wall, including one where they unveiled 77 new names of officers killed in the line of duty. She was there. You would think the mayor, a former cop, would be there, too. Whenever I saw her, he wasn't there, which leads me to believe... They haven't liked each other for quite some time. Why wouldn't he be there with her on a day like that? Look, at times he was. But she knew the deal she was getting into. Phil Banks would be the police commissioner. She didn't know anything about the NYPD. So what changes now? So if Ed Caban, your friend, who you like very, very much, fine cop, we'll talk about his brother later. later. But uh, what changes now? Why would Caban have more power than Sewell if Banks is still there? Madry. The name is Madry. He's the head uniform police officer in the department, like number three in charge. He's risen up the ranks. Good street cop. But, man, what you would have to do is extricate his three-piece set. You'd have to. Which, by the way, Sewell tried to do. Don't forget, she tried to discipline him just a couple of months, last month. And that turned ugly. Well, well, let me give you the two cases. The best one is, here's Madry, right? 75th Precinct. He's got his gumada, Tabby Forster, who's suing the city for, like, hundreds of millions of dollars. She was his 
driver in the police department. Oh. All roads lead to your drivers in this case. And they're having an affair. They're copulating. They're fornicating all over the place. And then she finds out that even though he's married, he's got other gumadas in the police department. He's got more than one. Oh, my God. His libido is out of control. And he doesn't even pop Viagra. So all of a sudden, she confronts him. They have a battle in a park in Oldstone Park. They're in plain clothes. She pulls out her service revolver, puts it to his head right great. on the little hill. The yeah. residents in Oso Park, 911, 911. The precinct, everybody comes, emergency service union. He pulls out his badge, right? As Tabitha puts her gun down. So, you know who I am, 75th precinct, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the chief. You never saw this. And for months, it went away until somebody dropped on. And then he got in trouble. You know, he only got 40 days, 40 days of less vacation time. The guy should have been taught from the department. But he's a friend of Eric Adams. And when you're elected mayor, your friends come along for the ride. Well, clearly, Eric Adams then must have sided with Mandry over the commissioner's Sewell when yes. she tried to discipline him. And that was just about a month well, ago. This I one, to piss him off. This one piss was, off. he used to be the head of the 73rd Precinct in Brownsville. I used to get locked up a lot over there. So did Joe Pepitone. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he walks in. He hears that his very dear friend, former cop, got arrested for chasing kids with a gun. And he goes, no, you release him into my custody. Everybody knew it. You know, he's he, uh, me, Mr. Big Stuff. I got to let him go through a Raymond. He probably would have beat the judge. But he did it boldly and brazenly. The police commissioner had no choice but to say, hey, I'm going to dock you 10 days of vacation. And you know what Jeff Madry said? I'll go to uh, I'll go to department trial on this. I'm right. This guy needs to go. Now, these are the th- these are two of the three who could become the permanent police commissioner. Phil Banks, who's tainted in a crook. Jeffrey Maggi, who can't keep his stuff in his pants. You know, <laughs> he's got ants in his pants, and he needs to dance. Yeah. Every female at one police plaza would be in trouble unless you gave him saltpeter <laughs> or you decided to castrate the guy. Yeah. And then you have my friend, Eddie Caban. Well, tell me about Caban, my uh, buddy Sal Greco right now in Miami providing some, I guess, security detail on this Donald Trump thing. They do expect there'll be a ton of protesters in Miami before Trump's 3 p.m. arraignment later on this afternoon. He's telling me that uh, your friend Caban's brother has had some issues over the years. Yes, he has. Well, I mean, what does that have to do with Eddie Caban? Eddie Caban, born in Castle Hill. All roads lead to Castle Hill. J-Lo, right? Uh, Jennifer Lopez, my very dear friend, Johnny Gunji Rivera, club king, king extraordinaire, friend of Eddie Caban and his brother, uh, James Caban, and Eddie Cranepool, who you know, although you didn't donate a kidney for him, I no, noticed. No, I did not. No, no, no. Because I, I, I like John Milner. P.S. 36, <laughs> Henry Hudson Jr. High School, Monroe High School. They were all in that area of Castle Hill. Eddie Caban and James Caban joined the department together. They served in the Bronx. Eddie first began to understand the synergy between the upper echelon of the police and obviously politicians because you become their driver. He became Freddie Ferrer's driver. No kidding. So he understood the politics. Yes. Then he became Eric Adams' driver when he was Brooklyn Borough president. Look, they are truly friends. They respect one another. In fact, Eddie Caban went to his lifelong friend, Johnny Gunji Rivera, who's the great publicist. He said, Eric would like you to come on board. They met at the Marriott downtown Brooklyn. And Johnny Rivera did their stand-up thing. He said, look, Curtis said he's running 
for me, uh, that's my lifelong friend. You understand that, uh, Eddie? And Eddie said, no, we understand. Look, Adams is my friend. Curtis is your friend. You know, peace be upon you. But my guy's going to crush your guy. <laughs> yeah. And from time to time, I would talk to him in the campaign and say, you know, I've announced that if I'm lucky enough to become mayor, Eddie, come on, I want a Hispanic police commissioner because there's 30% of the department and it's growing that's Hispanic. He said, thank you very much. But, you know, I'm Adam's guy. All right, so 90 seconds to go. Just an unbelievably fascinating segment. I hope all of New York hears this. If not, they should replay this segment all day on this station, all day. Uh, Eric Adams, how much is he, the mayor, I know the answer, I'm going to ask you anyway, how much is the mayor, Eric Adams, to blame for this Keyshawn Sewell disaster? Totally, because he made the damn Yankees bond. He went to get Keyshawn Sewell, who nobody knew. I don't want to hear Peter King. Oh, and Laura Curran, she was the best. She was a person of no consequence. Head of the detectives in Nassau County to run the number one police department in the world. Give me a break. Now, here's Eddie Caban. You saw him shadow her everywhere. How come everywhere that Keyshawn Sewell went, Eddie Caban went number three in the department? In case she didn't know what to do, Eddie was a good confidant. He respected her, and he would whisper in her ear, Keyshawn, this is what you do. So it's time. It's Eddie's time. It's a Hispanic time. He's a great cop. He served in the New Fort Apache in Longwood, 48th Precinct. This is a guy who busted his shoes. He, there was no nepotism here. Irish need not apply. It's time for the Hispanics. If Eric Adams is smart now, he will turn a lemon into lemonade by appointing the first permanent Hispanic police commissioner, Eddie Caban, and the Hispanics who are growing in number and significance in the police department. Dominican and Puerto Ricans, they love being cops. He will be remembered forever, and nobody will ever remember Keyshawn Sewell. I wish her the best, but she was never ready for prime time. It's Hispanic time, Latino time. Well.